1: Hello, thanks for tuning in once again. We have got the whole team in attendance. Former sporting director and team boss George Donaldson, the voice of Rally Colin Clark, Dirtfish senior staff writer David Evans, and me, the Rally fan Lisa O'Sullivan. Now we are done and dusted as far as events go this season. And going into Monza, we were talking about what might happen, what couldn't happen. And, and lads, David, Colin, you were there. The weather. Us it's like nothing better than to talk about the weather and the weather was a massive part in deciding this year's championship.
2: It was, it was Lisa, and it was a massive part in defining the whole event to be totally honest with you. Um, don't forget Monza, it's, it, it was a circuit-based Friday, it was all around the circuit on the link roads around this incredible, do you know, the park that surrounds Monza, you think of Monza and you think of a Formula One track, but it's an awful lot more than that, it's, it's, it's Europe's largest walled park it's really quite stunning you can drive all around the park and not for one second realize there's a formula one circuit just beyond the wall it's an incredible place but here's the thing formula one is dull dull as bat whatever until you get a little bit of weather and that's exactly what happened to us at the circuit we got some incredible weather and it got really, really exciting. Now, I, I, you know, I thought it was great. I thought there was an awful lot to talk about. Um, we had a lot of drama. We had a lot of suspense. We had a lot of action. Uh, but the one thing that concerns me about all of the hype about Monza, and it was great, is that an awful lot of it was weather dependent. And, you know, you'll hear folks saying, well, you know, what did you expect? You know, we're, we're going up into the Alps, almost into the Alps in December time. Let me tell you, the weather we had last weekend was unusual. Speaking to locals, really, really, really unusual. And I think, well, you know, what would the event have been like if we'd had a completely dry week there? Would it have been as exciting? Would not it Would it have been yes, as dramatic? It would. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Well, that was put out there to... Re- I, I was prodding the beast with that, David Evans. <laughs> prodding the beast. And the beast responded in fine fashion. Go on, then. Let's, let's talk less about you prodding the beast, shall we?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and more, more about the fact, Col, that, yes, OK, the weather did have a big impact, but... You know, we've been to Monza Rally Show before. Even in the dry, it's fantastic. You know, you get so much action uh, on that event. And don't forget, you know, if we lose the weather next year, hopefully with coronavirus, the the vaccines coming and everything, we can have the fans back. So, you know, the one thing missing Mm -hmm. from Monza was an atmosphere. I I have to say I wasn't there uh, for entirely separate reasons, but I can only imagine that it was great. But... When you're there with tens of thousands of people, you know Northern Italian rally fans are some of the most ardent and feversome in the in the entire world. Mm-hmm. So bring them along. You know the weather. Okay, it was important, and I see your point. Yes, it, it 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 really did add something to it. But if even if it's dry, you're still having the surface changes. You're still going onto gravel. You're still going through those narrow gates. It it will be all action. Uh, I'm I'm sure that's that's my
2: view. I agree. I, I was really just playing devil's advocate. I, I totally agree with you. I I think, you know, it was it was a bit of a gamble, but I think it was a gamble that that really did pay off handsomely, didn't it? You know, uh, it, it, it will. It and, you know, the,
0: the Saturday, you oh. know, OK, we got a huge amount of snow and it was all, it was very, very exciting. And we talked about it before, you know, us Brits love the weather, but I can't imagine that you would go there in the first weekend in December and not have to really take a gamble on tyres. You know, it, it, they go really high, don't they? They're going up to 4,500 feet. So you yeah, will get yeah, ice, yeah. you will get snow, you will get changing weather at that time of the year. So I think it's vital that they keep that middle day uh in, in the mountains. Oh, I think... That... No,
2: no, no. I, I think more than... Sorry, I think more than that. I, I, I really wouldn't want to see... You know, if we're going back to a proper schedule, you know, it's got to be two days in the mountains and a day at the circuit, or a day and a bit. Mm. Start it on a Thursday evening at the circuit finish it on the Sunday at the circuit uh, and have two proper days of rallying in between. George, I don't know what your view on it is, but I, I, I think it's great. I think it's a fantastic concept. Bring them back for service. Maybe do a super special in the evenings on the, the Friday and Saturday. But we need two proper full days of rallying. Otherwise, it is it is somewhere between rallying and a gymkhana. And, and I'm not saying that's bad. I'm really not saying that's bad. And that might be the future. But right now... You know, I don't think we need to take that step,
3: guys. Honestly speaking, the um, the Monza circuit itself, what, watching it last week, uh, just left me cold. Sorry, <laughs> mm. it was it was it was it was honestly speaking boring. I was looking at cars being smashed to bits by a shit road that wasn't even good to watch. There you are.
2: Yeah, yeah George. That's, George,
0: that's a reasonable no, George, point, Dave. hang on. No, yeah. yeah, it is a very fair point. But we should also was take it, into, into consideration, George. One thing we have to consider here is what Sebastian Ogier said. You know, we cannot keep going around the world thinking that we're going to have these classic rallies: Safari, Argentina. Yeah. We need these events which bring people to us, and that event will, when coronavirus allows, it will bring people to us. It will educate people in the WRC. Sebastian Ogier said as much.
3: David, I'm not saying I don't like the concept. I love the concept. Yeah. It's how they set these stages up. You know, there's, there's, there's plenty there for it to be super interesting. And there was the odd little bit where we had cars f- doing fantastic high-speed drifts around corners. It yeah, would if... be super spectacular. But those were, those were tiny little uh, intersections on an otherwise fairly dull farm track rally that I used to do back here in the in the 80s in in Scotland the trouble is, George if they if they
0: allow them to drift the full length of the parabolica they've lost a whole corner and they can't, they then can't use those small link roads that they need to bring the mileage in it's it is a necessary
3: evil that we've got to essentially no, I, I, run I, I a understand single that. venue david, i david look i'm not i'm not a fan uh, i'm not saying i'm not a fan of, of this type of this type of stage and this type of event you know the old sunday stages on on the REC rally the so-called mickey mouse stages mm. Some of them were brilliant spectacles, you mm. know.
2: They they were Trenton Gardens. It's just um, along the road from me. Fabulous stage.
3: Trentham Gardens. I didn't crash there. No,
2: I, didn't. <laughs> I didn't crash there. I, I,
3: I, I broke. I broke a diff in uh, Bramham Gardens. I think it was. I broke a diff, but I managed to keep going by some major miracle. Um, but no, some of the stages are great, and there were some bits of it. Maybe it was the way it was being portrayed uh, by by the TV. Maybe maybe it wasn't. Hey, it wasn't being d- d- I, shown in a brilliant way because, you know, I'm I'm like, the you know, I always listen to, to, to the introduction to our programme where, you know, uh, uh, Lisa says she's a rally fan. She's nothing compared to to, to me. You know, I mean, I, OK, I'm a, a former team, a uh, former no, team a boss. I am, honestly, comment. I am a crazy fan. I'm a crazy yeah, fan. Yeah, I'm a lifelong comment. fan. You know, from when I first saw my first rally car in the forest, I, I, I thought of nothing else. I mean, that, that's... That's forty, forty-five years ago now. You know, mm-hmm. fully more than that. Um, so when I mean, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not a fan of them. It's, it's maybe it's the way it's portrayed. I, I want. I, I I felt a little bit let down by Monza. I was ready to be wowed by it, and I felt a little bit let down. But but I'm I'm sitting here watching it on the internet uh, on on TV that I've paid for. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Um, just the usual sort of glitches that that we get, a bit disappointing at times.
2: But um, or oh, can, t- can you tell? This is being filmed. Are uh, filmed that we're making it really early in the morning, and we're all grumpy <laughs> as hell. Can you tell? I'm all grumpy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> well, I think-
1: George's got a point though, he and has. a very interesting point about the fact that we're we're very different types of rally fans because George has been at the business end of the sport for so many years, and I'm a, a millennial rally fan I suppose because I only discovered rallying this this century (laughs) and it is a very different sport now to the one that it was in the 90s and the 80s before that but in many ways and especially I think in this Covid world don't you think we need to go back a bit because we're not going to be having um, which I felt we were heading towards was controlled entry for fans into Arenas to watch the cars going around, as you said, Gymkhana-type scenarios, Colin, and go back to places where we are going to have, potentially in Monza, where we could have mountain stages, where we see the fans go out and camp and get the whole experience of being a rally fan rather than being someone who just pays their money, pops in, watches somebody work on a car and then follows the rest on their their device because they can get good Wi-Fi and see the drone pictures in the service park.
2: But at least I think this is a massive rallying philosophical question, isn't it? You know, where are we going? What is the future? What is it we're trying to do? You know, and, and who is dictating it? Who is who is writing the roadmap for the future? Is it the rally fans? Is it the promoter? Is it the manufacturers? Because to be totally honest with you, all of those parties have very different interests that can only be satisfied in, in particular ways. Um, and It's a massive question. It's a massive question, They said. I think, unfortunately, it's one that we're not addressing. And it's, we're not addressing cohesively. You know, the manufacturers are saying this is what we want to do. The promoter is saying we want to do it this way. The FIA is saying, but this is the way we're going to do it. And the fans are saying, well, we don't want any of that. And it's a massive question. There is very little cohesive thinking in terms of the future of rallying. And, I, and that's, you know, that that worries me tremendously. I, I think I think Monza was a great example of how things can be. Um, but again, it needs tuning. It needs fine tuning. It wasn't perfect, as George said. You know, there was an awful lot that was that was actually quite dull, quite boring about it, and that was only around racing by round the weather. Yeah, um, you I'd, know, go on, David.
0: No, I just I, I agree, and I agree with what George said. You know, fundamentally, that's not what I signed up for, but. It's we're not the ones that we're yeah. not the, and, and also we're not the ones that were in the car you know mm-hmm. you, lo- yeah, you yeah. listen to to Elvin Evans and you know to Scotty Martin and and these boys were saying that this was a massive challenge and you know Julian and Gracia said it, it was a proper difficult event But you know fundamentally you look at, at the way that they laid out some of the circuit stages in Monza mm-hmm. you know you came into a chicane one way one day another way the next day for co-drivers it was difficult you know, it was a single venue rally gone bananas. Um,
2: yeah, but listen, it, David, but, but it's difficult. If I set up some cones outside Tesco's in Stoke-on-Trent, that's going to be difficult.
0: I mean, making it yes. difficult
2: is not it's not difficult, to be totally no, no, honest with it's,
0: you. No, it's not cold, but it was a challenge. That's my point. Challenge. You know, yeah. it was a challenge, and, yeah. and, and I think we need to understand that the world is evolving, and... Yeah, yeah as much as it pains me and as it pains George we do need to inc- inc- include these events I'm not entirely or an event so maybe just one of these is enough one
2: or two I'm not,
0: I not. Yeah. I'm not sure though Cole that y- you know your the sort of disparate views that you're putting out there from the promoter and the fia i i can see an element of that but i think fundamentally we all want to grow the sport the issue is that you know the fia has to govern the sport and the safety and all of that whereas the promoter is trying to essentially commercialize it and trying to make money understandably that's what it's there for that's my point David, um, no I,
2: th- I think there's very obvious examples of where where they're all going differently and you're quite right you know it is in. When 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 you look at those three or four elements that I talked about, there is one very common factor and that is that if we grow the sport and the sport mm. becomes more popular, then it works for everyone. That is true. It's how we get to that point that is difficult. It, it, it...
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. And, you know, fundamentally, is is the next generation of car. you know, this is a whole different question, but is the next generation of cars the right way to go? Well, I that's mean, perhaps one for, for, for another podcast. We, we've we've fund- talked
2: about that incessantly, and, and, and I'm not sure that's the only issue. There are lots of issues around rallying right now. That is one of them. Um, but for... But- but-
0: Fundamentally, we need to make a bigger cake, don't we? Everybody so. likes a bigger cake, don't they, Cole? Absolutely, George. I, I have a question, George. For do you think what, one quick George.
1: thing, though, George? Oh. One, one quick thing for you, George. Um, do you think the problem is partly the drivers that we're watching in WRC and the technology they have? The drivers are so good that what they're doing looks easy. So when you are watching it, you think, oh yeah but actually in rea- in realistic terms when we're watching them handle the cars on some of these circuits we're not really giving them due credit for what they're doing because they just make it look so simple
3: it, there's an element of that absolutely lisa but but uh, sorry i stirred this particular hornets, hornet's nest hornet's- by saying <laughs> I, I was i was bored by it but but it's it's just it, it it's just um it, i don't think it showcases the drivers and the cars to look as good as they, they are and it it just it just occasionally looked spectacular it didn't always look spectacular but you know I'm, I'm a big fan of 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 the Monza style event i think i think they did an incredible job getting those stages up in the mountains and what stages they the were business. what drama we yeah. got I and mean, the whole thing was i mean overall as a as a, a worthy event in the WRC i mean yes it was and colin it, it, david lisa you you know that i'm a great believer in every test is a test and it's all about managing those businesses so I mean, as far as, our, as the, the rally and the test goes, the event was fantastic, and I don't want to belittle it in any way. It's just that, honestly speaking, I, I was bored watching those stages on TV. Well, that's my
2: point, George, as well. I think um, there were too many of them, but, but that was a necessity. Yeah. That was a necessity yeah. with the situation we found ourselves in. Yeah. But can I, can I move on to a technical question I think they're better off if they're five or six
3: kilometres long. Can I, can yes, I move can. on
2: to a technical Sorry. question? Yeah. George, it's quite a simple technical question, but I'm sure you'll answer yes. it in some detail. They're the best ones
1: you can ask, Colin.
2: What? What are snow tyres for?
3: Well, what are snow tires for, or what do they do? What are they so for? What, it's, it's slightly, it's
2: slightly, it's a mischievous question, George. Well, I, I just obvi-
3: obvi- obviously, <laughs> obviously, they're, they're a tire that's engineered to give you grip when there's snow right. on the ground. So why do we cancel, yeah. stages? Why why that, do we
2: cancel stages when it's snowing?
3: Oh, because because you can't get the emergency services in, Colin. It's very simple. It's all it's all to do with the mechanics of running the stage and rescue services. Is that right? You know, so is it-, it absolutely is, hundred okay. percent. Do you not remember
0: Cole, that that year when they cancelled Sweet Lamb and Haffron? You know yeah. the cars could just about get through, but there was no chance. They, I think, did they not have a two-wheel drive ambulance or something?
2: Ah, so oh, so or an FIV actually, it's, it's, or something. It's actually getting to a, to a potential scene of an accident because like, all, all of, yeah, all, of the, me- all of the all of the emergency, as far as I'm aware, and certainly in that stage, I think it was stage twelve on Saturday afternoon. The snow didn't come till very very late. It was a completely tarmac mm-hmm. road until about yeah. two hours before the stage. So all of the emergency um, furniture, if you like, was in place, but I suppose it's then getting to any potential incident that might happen when the stage is running that's the issue. It isn't it? Be. Oh, who'd it want to engineer be.
1: that and, particular response vehicle?
2: Yeah, well... Yeah. And anyway, they
0: got it completely wrong because they canc- cancelled the wrong stage, didn't they? They should have bloody <laughs> cancelled
3: stage 11. <laughs> no, well, they didn't. Uh, look, But, but, to, but to, to cut a long story short, Colin... Um, Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive is nothing compared to the mechanics of a snow tyre. I'll take a two-wheel, dr- car, a two-wheel drive car with snow tyres than a four-wheel drive car on normal cross-country tyres. There's no comparison. The snow tyre wins every time. The, the technology in it and the technology in the, in the chemistry of the rubber, of the design, of the way that the tyre actually, believe it or not, the tyre grips the snow, holds the snow and snow sticks to snow.
0: Can I give you a a graphic example of this? Uh, Yes. Our our very, very good friend, Mr. Anthony Peacock, who congratulations to Anthony Peacock, gets married today on Friday the 11th of December. Uh, Congratulations. Anthony
3: Peacock's getting married. He is.
0: He is to his lovely lovely wife-to-be, Tanya. So we say a big congratulations to them. One of the best jobs that Piccolo Anthony Ever took me on uh, with Pirelli was to the to a snow dome, one of these indoor snow slope things. Uh, I guess it's all in the name. Um, and <laughs> we, he parked. Uh, a load of cars at the bottom of the slope one of them was a new excuse me a new ferrari i can't remember which one on winter tires and the other one was one of those bmw x drive things on summer tires and he said get in the car and drive it up the slope drove the ferrari straight up no bother got in the in the summer tired four-wheel drive car didn't get more than two car lengths you are exactly right george you know it's all in the chemistry
3: um, and of of course, and of course, just just to just to cover just to cover Monza rally and and okay, the stages were snowy. Stage eleven was snowy. Could the could the emergency services get through it? On continental Europe, they're very sensible with their, yeah. their tires. Italy, Italy, more so than uh, as much so as any of the the Alpine countries up there, in northern Italy. All the vehicles have either uh, cross climate or winter tires on in winter, and it's oh. just what everyone does because there's no way to survive without it. Here in Britain, for 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 for, uh, for those those uh, listeners that are not uh, domiciled here, we're unbelievably stupid. We 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 uh, we don't get very harsh winters very often. When they do come, the country stops. It's a bit of a giggle, unless you're stuck in a traffic jam. Uh, there are those of us that do fit winter tyres. It doesn't doesn't really help because you're still stuck behind someone that's not got them, careening towards you the opposite direction on their summer tyres without any chance of avoiding you. At least, if you've got your winter tyres on, you can actually move to their side of the road where they're not, where they're meant to be, and they, they go to where you were. <laughs> but I have to say, George, by, yes, I can't tell you how many times the time I've done you've that. you've
1: changed into your winter tyres, the snow's usually gone from most parts well, of the country. Not in Scotland, uh,
3: perhaps. Yeah, well, I fit my winter tyres usually early November, and and uh, they're on they're on until about
2: April. George yeah, better down in
1: Essex, that I really don't need them.
2: Yeah, better snow this year. Yeah, have you, I've, have you, I've got my four wheel drive Saab with winter tyres on it. I will be going anywhere. I didn't realise
3: your Saab was four-wheel drive. This Saab it gets, gets better, better and better. And better. And
2: do you know what else it's got I, Did you Hang even on, know it had four-wheel drive, Colin? Yes yes, yes, yes. But I've, it's For also it's also now got privacy glass because I've had the back windows tinted. I am looking like the boss. It's, it's probably
3: a low rider with those with those those center hubs that spin after you
2: start. Oh, I yeah. tell you what, this call, is an awful call. Call.
0: if it doesn't if it doesn't snow, we'll take it to the snow dome and drive it up the slope. <laughs> do, do
2: you know what was worrying we'll get me, David? While you're telling that story, David, I'm thinking these snow domes—you can only go so far, and then you yeah. hit a wall at the top and i'm thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. what what if you slipped on the throttle and you went straight up the, hill <laughs> and out the top
0: as you well know colin when I, when i'm in a driving seat anything is possible but i i do think we should we should move on here and we should okay. just consider we have a new world champion don't we we do well
1: what? and a, a a repeat world champion
0: no a new world champion last year we had oit tanak this oh, year I, yes
1: uh, but we, he has been world champion before. He has that's like, that's just like the odd six times. Up, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was a fantastic. Yeah, uh, uh, Sebastian Ogier. What what a result for him to actually keep his head and mm. do what was exactly. needed to, to take the title. I mean, it was it was a it was a class performance by him. Really, wasn't it? No theatrics, no yeah. showboating. Just getting the job done as those around him fell away.
0: And that that's kind of my point a little bit about Monza. I did think, you know, my biggest fear was uh, the same as as most of the drivers and all of us that Monza wouldn't provide a fitting finale in terms of a sporting challenge to the, to the culmination of this year's championship and I do think it did.
2: It did David. It really did. It, it, you know, it was it was a you know, as George said it was it, the, the circuit stages were uh, they were they were they were challenging. They were difficult enough as they were. But but what really made Monza for me were the mountain stages. They were absolutely mm. fantastic. And and they talk pot. about Augier
0: now. You've done all, we've done all that mountain stuff. I know, stuff. but we're
2: talking about Augier and Augier yeah. dealing with it. Ogier you know, yeah. dealing with it and others mm. not dealing with it. And there weren't many drivers that had clean weekends, and Augier was one of them. And he, you know, David, you interviewed him, I think last week, didn't you, or the week before mm. last, where he said, "You, my opportunity this year will come with the weather," and it was bang on. It was absolutely bang on, wasn't it?
3: What a fabulous prediction, Colin. He, he, he saw, he, what a fabulous saw the, prediction. Saw no. no, the no, no. Weather
2: coming, saw the weather coming, he sat tight, he, he was quick, he was, you know, he, he was careful, uh, and he kept the pressure on. And do you know what? At the end of the day, and Evans has more or less said this himself, it was the pressure that Oji kept on him that, that mm. almost forced that accident. He, he was saying as he was driving through, you know, this is too slow, it's too slow, it's too slow. Even although every driver knows when you're driving a four-wheel drive, World rally car, 400 horsepower on slushy snow, it feels like you're crawling. And it always feels too slow. But unfortunately, Evans had let that get into his head that he was driving too slow. He wasn't. He was massively quick, many seconds up on the split. Uh, and he was just he was just overly quick into that corner. And and you've, you've got to say, yes, it was a mistake from Evans. But probably there was an element of the pressure from Ogier, David, as well there.
0: You, absolutely, and and one thing before we before we go any further, we don't give enough credit to our colleagues at Dirtfish. You know, Matt Beer, Jack Cousins, these the 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 backroom boys of the website, if you like. It was one of them that came up with the legendary headline, where I, what was it? Augier says Snow could make me world champion. Yeah. Bang! You know, a week out, they they absolutely no, you called. And George, you're dead right, George. You know, the weather, of yeah. course, it was going to have an impact. But yeah, I think to go back to your point, Colin. It, there was huge pressure on Elvin it, and it was such a difficult position. George, you'd know about this, you know, a gap of 14 points is kind of in the middle, isn't it? You know, it's, it's not two uh, yeah, or three almo- points. It's almost,
3: it's almost a curse in a, yeah. in a strange way. It's not especially enough, when, is it to, Especially mm- when things get difficult and, you know, look, I mean, I don't know how many times I've gone over what poor, what happened to Elvin, you know, obviously I was, I was watching it as it happened and, uh, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but you know, in the, I mean, and I'm sure half the team uh, sitting there, in the, the the Toyota team sitting there in the control room at the event, were looking at it, thinking, "What's he doing? He looked like he was he was he was uh, trying to win the event on that stage." From my perspective, from his perspective, of course, he was driving like a granny and not quite going fast enough, um, uh, and and you know, he, he just he just lost the. Uh, he, he lost his place. He lost his surety. You know, you've got to go in there sure that you're right with your pace mm. and not allow, as you say, you're driving a four hundred horsepower rally car. You could be going faster with a a, a ninety horsepower uh, Ford Fiesta, for goodness' sake. You know, mm. shopping car. You could probably go just as fast with one of them as you could with those four hundred horsepower rally cars in in those conditions. Uh, and so you don't feel like you're driving fast. And it's important to keep a grip. I mean, what were the splits saying? It Was he about nine seconds quicker than anyone else on the previous split? Mm. Yeah, you can see exactly what happened. He 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 just lost that surety, that that sure-footedness that he's displayed throughout many events this year. He just lost it there for a few seconds. He just allowed himself. I mean, you know, I'm not going to dissect what he's done. It would be dreadfully unfair to both him and, and Scott. But, you know, the, it, it, they're a team in the car. Uh, you've not got the splits, you've got to make that judgment call and he just he just didn't he didn't get it right basically and it's okay you know everyone gets it wrong horribly critical time to get it wrong, but he did he just he just lost that little bit of focus not a, and this is by no means a criticism i was I was just about you know filled with disbelief and you've you've no idea how many times I've sat in management rooms on events. You know, with a driver in a, in a situation, you know, not dissimilar, where you you know you've got a lead and and or an advantage and. You're just sitting there waiting for the inevitable to happen and hoping it doesn't. Mm. And it was just—it was just one of those. Basically, I was—you know—I was, I was having to tune in and out of the event because I couldn't stand the tension of it. Really, I genuinely couldn't take the tension. I think that and, there, was, um, there must have been an element of that for us all because you
0: know we've—we've yeah. we've all watched Elvin, haven't we? And and you know we've—we've we've watched him Absolutely. through his career and you know been great uh-huh. fans of, of his father uh, before that with Gwyndaf, and it was a proper heart in the mouth moment. But I have to say, oh. you know. You, okay yeah. in that in that stage it did look very difficult and compromised but until then you know he'd looked like the safest of safe well, pair of hands
3: and that's what made it so hard mm. because he he'd, he'd mm. actually genuinely looked like the guy that was going to just keep it steady yep. and keep it right and I, I i was a little bit shocked at what what I, because I, as i say i was tuning in and out of it um i couldn't i couldn't believe what i was see, see what, 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 what what's going on here you know as he as he lost as he is 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 he you know has has everyone got past him? Because as I said, I was tuning in and out. And just and and you know I'm looking at it on my phone basically, and it, it's hard to get all the results and everything up at the same time when you're tuning in and out of it. Mm. You know, you, an old page will be. I mean, I had points where I had f- very false results appearing on my phone at points. So I'm thinking, has has Elfin having to push like crazy? And then just literally, as I was watching it, I mean, you could see it before it happened. Uh, you're thinking, holy shit. There's the line on the inside that looks like someone's gone off on in the inside of the corner they're so close to the rock face and then there's elfin in completely the wrong place on the road uh for, for a snow line obviously uh, and 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 going like hell and I mean you know he I mean he knew I mean what did he know 30 40 meters before he got to the corner he knew he was away mm. enough time to be able to spin the car around and and do what he could uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a quick accident in that is the respect he he, he, he could see it coming and, and, and try to mitigate everything that he could, including, you know, going off backwards, which was the right thing to do. And uh, gee whiz, what a heartbreak. But he, I, and I, I just he just let's... so hard to judge. I mean, I'm not, this isn't by no means a criticism. And I mean, I, I, I so wanted Elphin to win. I really did. Very, very, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of our two French world rally champions that we've had for the for, for more or less the last 20 years big fan of Tanak, but when you get a new guy coming in, yeah. you know, especially someone with the character of Elfin, who is so self-effacing, so modest, but let's, so let's, capable. Let's
0: not, con- I mean, let's not forget here that, yeah. you know, Sebastian Auger lost the lead of the championship through, okay, he had a puncture on that, uh, Cetibeli staged the first time through in Turkey, but then he had a transmission problem and ultimately the, the engine failed on yeah. his car. You know, it, it wasn't really his fault that he lost the lead of the championship. And, you know, he, for me, he has driven, as much as Elvin has driven, he's driven a champion's drive through this year. Uh, yes. And and, and yeah. he is deserving of the championship. But like you say, George... Well, this
3: is what I like about the whole thing, David. You're absolutely right. But this is what I love about Raleigh. Ultimately, it's the person that sorts everything out the best at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. And the challenges are many. I mean, Monza, I mean, I'm sure it was actually more fun to drive to drive than it was to watch. And mm. a couple of times when I saw little bits in the camera, I thought, oh, that must be brilliant, you know, coming into that corner. Mm. You know, they're in fifth gear, maybe sixth gear and a massive drift. Brilliant. I mean, it's so spectacular. And, and the rest of it is is a survival job. And, you know, I was also thinking about the, the running on snow tires on gravel pretty bad combination snow tires are generally speaking Quite soft. very vulnerable yeah. very soft sidewalls to give them mm. compliance so they puncture more easily and we did see that of course we did we did see people suffering suffering from that obviously the rally tires are not like road tires snow tires mm. soft but uh, they are a bit more vulnerable to to those chips and and and, and tips so yeah I mean I, I was left I was left pondering on the fact should we just actually you know we, we've got rid of the tire competition between manufacturers should we just say this is the tire you're using for these stages, and it's the same for everyone? Take that little equation out of it. I'll hear the squeals and, and objections to that idea, but no, because um, of what you've just said, George. And, you
0: know, you've just said yeah. that Sebastian Auger, its the driver who makes the best of what they've got, he, and, and he that's did, exactly and, and, what he did. He did,
3: did that hundred percent, a very, very worthy champion. Oh, of, on, I mean, and, and let me just put this into perspective. I, I do think that Monza was a very worthy event. I, mm. I'm a big fan of every stage, and it's all about. Dealing with that and and it was it was i could see how tough it was horribly tough it was tough to watch <laughs> the um and 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 i, I think uh, i mean I, i've always been a big fan of sebastian Noshi because he's really <laughs> rallying's number one fan himself how can you not love the guy um it was it was uh, a
2: phenomenal year george and 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 i'm trying to think was while you're talking there and you give me plenty of time to think while you talk um oh, thank you colin <laughs> <laughs> I do listen though uh, I'm trying to think of a mistake mm. that OG has made this year and nothing is coming to mind I'm sure I'll be put right on that but but he has absolutely dealt with everything that's been put in front of him and the other thing we mustn't forget you know, it's dead easy when you get to five, six, seven world titles you just trot out the numbers and you don't think of actually the context behind those numbers seven world titles with three different manufacturers his first year mm. with Volkswagen he wins the title his first year with M Sport he wins the title. His first year with Toyota, he wins the title. For me, okay, you know, Kankinen won three titles. He was, what, four times champion, David Kankinen? Um, yeah, yeah, Three, Three different manufacturers. OGA is right, right, right up there. Right up there. Right up there with the very best we have ever seen. Uh, and I think there's no question about that. And I think, you know, the result last week just confirmed it. It didn't didn't, didn't make him the best as ever been for me. It just reaffirmed it. He, he really is. But
0: also also, Cole. You know, just to jump in there. You know, the grace with which he did it. You know, oh, the, the, utter the grace. Yeah. The, totally. the words that he said, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> We are very quick to forget, and you know, perhaps this isn't something that we should get into. But you know, there is a worldwide crisis going on at the minute, and I can't think of many drivers that would have put it in the same fashion and be quite as lucid in his opinion about putting it into context. You know, he had achieved greatness for the seventh time, mm. but you know, in his words, he wasn't jumping for joy because of what's going on. And you know, he's just—we said it before a million times—he's genuinely a great guy, and, yeah. and he really is. Um, but I have to say we have seen the evolution of Elvin Evans. And for yeah. me, you know, we don't have any more. We don't have a big three. We have a big four going into next year. And and Evans is right in there with, with just as good a chance as anybody for next big year. Big four. I, can, I suggest we have can, a big five.
3: Can I, can Actually, I mention David, one more thing? Can I mention one more thing before we leave this subject? Big five. Yeah. Colin? Just, it was just <laughs> the, the, uh, the aplomb and dignity with which... Uh, all the Hyundai drivers uh dealt with making sure that they got the manufacturers championship. Mm. You know, we saw we saw Tänak basically, you know, he 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 could have really gone for it taking huge chances to try and get his 29 points to try and get a a win, a long shot, but you know, l- l- rallies are all all about long shots, championships are about long shots, but he didn't. He played that he played that championship game for his team yeah, I think Ott did an amazing job at the weekend uh, of restraint and driving the team game. Uh, and Danny amazing. Sordo, da- I mean, Sordo, what a drive Sordo, Danny from Sordo, Sordo? Well, that's just un- 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 unbelievable. He's Danny, been a great Danny, team player. Danny, yeah. Danny, is now is now driving as, as well as he ever does, 100%. As, as well as he ever yeah. has, possibly, possibly slightly better. I'd agree with unbelievable that. level of maturity. Of course, rallying is about experience, and as long as you're still sharp, and you're still. Uh, and you're still brave because rallying is unfortunately about a lot of bravery. Mm. Um, uh, uh, as, as, as drivers get older, they, they're maybe not as willing to take chances. Well, quite clearly, Danny's still willing to hang it out over the edge. Coupled with the experience, mm. he, can, he, can, he can hang it right out over the edge and bring it back every time, it seems. Mm. Well, you know, every time, but more, most of the time, it's brilliant. Great job. And a great job from Hyundai to manage that. It was unbelievably tough for a while there on Saturday. It really genuinely looked like Toyota were going to snatch the pair out of them. There is, there is the argument
0: though that, and and perhaps you know we we have to move on and bring this one to a conclusion. But is here is one for you: is Hyundai a fitting manufacturer champion when Toyota drivers finished one-two?
2: Absolutely, David. I, you know, I've I've had this argument and it baffles me. It baffles me, you know. Then
0: read, uh, then read the story on on Dirtfish. It explains it in very straightforward terms. Who wrote the story? Me. I
2: guess you might. <laughs> just, just, so no, I, but it I does. Just it it does because I've done <laughs> the, I've done
0: the maths and looked at the percentage of points that Cali Rovenpera added and the percentage of points that that third driver added through the year. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's a it's a strategic game. Strategic. Um, that that, yep. that Andrea Adamo plays and and he plays it well within the rules and that's fine he gets on with it but there is you know you can also have some sympathy for for what Sebastian Ogier says when you know they stand there as as one two in the in the drivers championship yet they lose the manufacturers but no I, I have that's... no sympathy
2: for that none whatsoever um none whatsoever i think i think it's a fair fight it's a fair game everyone is presented with the same set of rules how you interpret and utilize those rules to your advantage, is entirely up to you. And what we know is that Makinen and Adamo are two very different characters. Makinen has never, never employed team tactics. Adamo is always looking to employ team tactics. He's always looking for the opportunity. He's always looking to maximise what he's got. I beg to differ, Colin.
3: I beg to differ, Colin. uh, Tommy has uh, used team tactics once or twice. This year? Mm. (laughs) <laughs> no, not no, this year. No, I'm talking about this year, George. He, he has in the past. Oh, I'm talking year, no, about this absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're, Adamo enough. knows no, what he's got. Yeah.
2: And, and you would be a fool. You would be an absolute fool not to use what you've got at your advantage. And Adamo has I done that, that brilliantly. I guess
0: that's, that's it. And, you know, Toyota doesn't have that option because they've, they've gone with a totally different strategy of developing... You know, who uh, Cali Robin Perra, who is going to be your fifth driver, I'm sure that you're gonna add into exactly. the Great. And next I think it'll year, pay so off
2: handsomely next year, David. I think it'll we'll, pay we'll, off handsomely next year.
0: Could could we then say that we have a big four and three quarters? Because I'm not sure Robin Perra is a hundred percent a championship challenger yet. Uh
2: yes, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And we'll wait till four and three quarters, we'll wait till maybe maybe Croatia, just after Croatia next year to decide whether he's a championship challenger. I think by then yeah. we'll see he is. <laughs> we'll yes. see Yeah. We'll I see. think, unfortunately, Rally,
3: that, that... rallying's about rallying's about experience, guys. Every time, and Danny Sordo shows you that. Sebastian Ogier shows you that. Yeah, but, even, mm. even 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 Evans. But
2: George, we on, sometimes on have drivers. Have us, George, George, we sometimes have drivers who come along and their performances absolutely belie their lack of experience. You know, how, how can, well, for example, the speed, the how, speed does, how can, yeah. no, 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 it's more than that. It's their speed and their natural ability to understand the cars, the surfaces, yeah. the changing uh-huh. conditions. You explain to me how someone like Oliver Solberg can do what he did in that yeah. R5 car in such new conditions to him, new conditions to, to to most drivers, you're experiencing things he'd never experienced in a rally car and he put in the most sensational performance. Sometimes you get guys like him, you get guys like Robin Perra who come along and experience, it is always still an element, but the experience it's, it's, element it, is 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 reduced by their natural ability and their intelligence. And they're,
0: but they're freaks, Cole. They well, are yeah, absolute yeah, freaks. That. They are, point. aren't they? Because that's, that's they point. have that, you know, it's the same, isn't it? You know, if it's if it's Michael Jordan, you know, with a yeah. basketball in the tent, whatever, you get these unbelievable Natural abilities, and that's what they've got. And you know that I was talking to Petter a couple of days ago, and and I said to Petter, you know, for me that was one of his best ever drives. The fact that he had the feel because it's right, isn't it, George? You know, you you the car talks to you, the tires talk to you, they Abs- they feedback constantly, yeah. Uh, and it's so yeah. easy just to tip it a little bit over the edge, but no, I, you know, yeah. you're quite right there, Cole. You know, he was sublime, and then on the final day to have the maturity and the presence of mind, not to to risk everything and chase Mickelson and risk it, and just to you know settle for what was a sensational result. It was it was super but,
2: impressive. But he put in his best performance in stage eleven. Stage eleven was was was, was the one that big should big. have been cancelled. <clears one throat> <that> should- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, guys, I, I, you know, it's, it's been a fantastic. Talk, but um it's, about it's time for, for peanut butter on toast and then to take the kids to school
1: but before we go before you go and get your butter out to slap on your toast um we ha- we're not seeing very many driver changes but there is one massive uh, change happening in the sports uh kind of right at the top as well are we saying goodbye to tommy Mackinnon do you reckon at the end of the year
3: uh, yep, George.
2: I, George, let's give George I, just, this one. Yep. George
3: knows well, I mean, the uh, by by all, by all accounts, uh, Toyota have uh, have have moved them on. Basically, they've said, "Tommy, thank you for that. You've you've gifted us a great team. We're uh, we're going to we're going to take it over now, and uh, we're going to um, we're going to run it ourselves. Thanks very much. And I mean, basically, I think it it was it was straight, strangely done very quickly. Um, but uh, but we know also that. Uh, Tommy has been talking about going back to farming. I mean, I know personally that he he, he loves nothing better than to sit in one of the uh, forest harvesters and go away and and uh, go logging with one of these three quarters of a million euro logging machines. Um, he's he's a he's a complete and absolute um, contradiction in terms. Tommy running a rally team one minute, driving a plow down the field the next, cutting out you know in a in a three, three quarters of a million euro. Forest harvester. The guy just loves doing lots of different things. Maybe he'd had enough. You know, it's a lot of late nights, a lot of worry. Maybe, maybe he just actually said, "Guys, I'm out of it." At the end of the year, just you know, let's do it. And then they've just jumped on it and said, "That's it. Fine, we're out."
2: But well, I have to say, it so does what, look like he's he gone. Though, but what he did though with that team was quite sensational. You know, we 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 remember back to the, the interviews with the guys at Prodrive before the start of the 2017 season and they said you know he won't be winning rallies for two maybe three years it was- no
0: Cole, Cole beyond that people were saying halfway through 16 that car uh, won't be ready the well, car was, won't it, be it there was,
2: it was rotten it was absolutely rotten there's no question about it you know we, we can go back and discuss all of that uh, but we won't you know but there was there were reasons why that car then sensationally leapt forward in its development Um but at the end of the day Tommy Mackinac had the vision for that car and he stuck to it rigidly and he didn't listen to other people. He did things his own way. He delivered a win on his second rally. He delivered a championship in his second year. He delivered two driver's championships and a manufacturer's championship over four seasons. And that, for a start-up rally team, was quite sensational. And and he was his own man, and he wasn't easy at times. I, I unfortunately, had my <laughs> run-ins occasionally with Tommy. But I have nothing but respect for what he did with that team. You know, he... he that- he stuck that, to
0: that, it. That, that, But i just got to take you to task over one thing, Cole. What? That that wasn't assault. What, Cole? or Tommy did to you? That was a slap on the
2: back. It was assault. It might have been. It was assault, No, I'm not. We don't mention that in public, but, but it was. It was a friendly. It was. It was a, it was a slap, on the, back and it set slap about on the back. Three meters across the room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you learned a lesson from that
2: slap on the back. Um, I, I'm not sure I did. anyway...
1: (laughs) On What Next. Uh, We we will keep you up to date with What Next on Dirtfish.com. Just because the WRC season's finished, don't for one minute think that David Evans is going to be putting his feet up and uh, not bringing us any more fabulous stuff on the website. So make sure you check Dirtfish.com every morning for your big fix of rally news. Guys, it's been an honour and a privilege... Yet again, working with you eminent brains.
3: <laughs> there was no need for a laugh after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took it all away, it took it all away, Lisa. Yeah, that did.
1: Ah, well, yeah. we'll be back. We are going to talk green next time, David Evans.
2: Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yeah. 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 Electric
1: vehicles. George and David on one side and Colin and me on the other. Yeah. Tune in again. I'm
3: not on any side. I'm on the side of the future. Let's go yeah. Let's get off, so, let's so, get you know, get off green. green. I am I'm go green. not I'm Fate not green. Bye. Yeah, yeah, go away. Go away. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Bye.